special guest on the podcast, Sada. Hi. Um, Hi. So this is, this is weird. I've never, like, I've only ever talked to myself recording this, mm-hmm. and you've never been on a podcast before. So, no, not yet. Yeah. First it's a first. Yeah. First, there's always a first for everything. So this is gonna be fun. Mm-hmm. We basically just went out to dinner. Mm-hmm. Where did, oh, we switched out this mic. This is a new microphone. It's the same, like, kind of mic, but it's a new individual mic because it wasn't working and it was sounding all muffled and I'm realizing maybe it was a me mistake, (laughs) but I tried to fix it a bunch of times, so I'm gonna have faith and say that it was the mic and not me. But now it works, so it's okay. Yeah, now it works. So we met up, we went to that, and then we went to dinner. It's too hot. I'm turning the AC on. Okay. I'm sorry if you can hear the AC in the background. I just... We were gonna try to do it without it, but it's too hot here. It's like a hundred and five degrees Fahrenheit and like thirty something. Yeah, it's like thirty eight Celsius, but uh, I don't know Fahrenheit. It's horrible. It's yeah, it's really bad. It's too bad. Um so yeah, we went to that. Then we walked around. We went to dinner at this place called Tuk Tuk. Mm-hmm. Um and we had gyosas. Mm-hmm and passion fruit cocktails that mm-hmm. honestly I don't feel like I Yeah, I don't feel Woozy yeah. at all. This yeah. was supposed to be a drunk episode and we're stone cold sober. So sober. We're having Powerade. And marshmallows. Yeah. Which I think are the best invention. Speak, you have to tell them what your favorite snack was. I'm going to make her embarrass herself. Okay, I hate marshmallows now, but for a while, um, I really, 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 really liked marshmallows. So I would get marshmallows and then I would put like a little bit of Nutella on them and then I would put that in the microwave and then they got all melty and then I would take it out of the microwave and add like this like... It's called tahin. It's a chili lime powder mix thing. Yeah, it's weird. I know, but it's so, so good. It's so, so good. We should try it. I probably won't. However. I think think you should. I don't think I'd like it because I don't like spice in general. Mm -hmm. I like marshmallows just... I don't even like when they're melted. I like them like this. Just Like a crazy person. No. They're amazing. I could go through this entire bag. Um, but what we did bond over was that we both like, or when we were little, we would put Oreos in orange juice and it's so good. It's and so good. Yeah. Anytime I've told anyone this, they've always thought I was crazy, but I think it's delicious. I agree. It's perfect. Yeah. It complements the flavor. Agreed. My mom would say that it was like a short circuit because, you know, like orange juice is so tart and Oreos are sweet, so it's like not supposed to go together, but like mm-hmm. milk is kind of indifferent um mm, so it's like it short circuits but like no no she thought it was really crazy that i did that but i i stand by it 100 percent. yeah no. i would do it again today <sighs> oh me too 100 yeah. percent. we both agree that that's what we should have gotten well i have golden oreos if you'd like to dip them in your powerade what on earth is a golden oreo what have you never had these are they like the, the vanilla ones no i haven't do you want to try one? Sure, I'll have a golden Oreo. Are you going to try a golden Oreo on the podcast? I'll oh try God. a golden Oreo live for the people to hear. <laughs> Why do you have golden Oreos? What prompted like you to buy golden Oreos instead of normal ones? Because I only like the normal ones when they're double stuffed. Have you tried the like the really thin ones, like Oreo thins? No, I don't like the chocolate no, 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 part. No, 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 they don't taste like the chocolate part. They just taste really good. I'll try them at some point, okay. but... Golden Oreos, I'm sure all the Americans here have seen or tasted or tried them. They look... Bite into it near the mic. Make this like ASMR. No, that's so weird. <laughs> She's, she just bit into it. She's chewing and thinking. And thanks for the play-by-play. Mm. They're so good. It's just vanilla. It's a vanilla Oreo. Five out of ten. Six <gasps> out of ten. No, five out of ten. How would you rate a normal Oreo? Like, 7 out of 10. Okay. Yeah, so you don't love Oreos normally, and you just don't hate the, these. But they're not bad. Mm-hmm. Well, she's still eating it, so I guess... I mean, yeah, they're good. That has to be a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that was funny. Mm-hmm. What were you even talking about? Just our day? Mm-hmm. Oh, we had gyosas, I had patai, you had... Sweet and sour chicken. And then we had the drinks that seemed to have no alcohol in them. 
What else did we do after? I think we just walked back to my apartment. And now we're sitting at my dining room table. I wonder about that all the time. Because here in Spain, they will give you alcohol usually from a young age. Like, they don't ID you like they would in the U.S. Or even in the Netherlands. Like, in the Netherlands, if you go to the supermarket and you buy, like, a bottle of beer, they will ID you. Really? Here, like, nothing happens. Like, you can be, like, 15 or 16 and, like... I will say, the first time I went out in Spain, I got ID'd. I was really offended. It was a year ago, and I was legally... I'd been 18 mm-hmm. for a couple months. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got ID'd, and then the next time I went out with my now ex-boyfriend, mm-hmm. they didn't. And so he had this whole theory that it was because he looked older, and, like, probably that's true because he had a beard. I mean, true, but I don't look old. And, I, I like, I wasn't getting ID'd Fair. when I was 18. You know what this is making me realize? That what? in my announcement that a new episode is up, mm-hmm. you know how I always do. So follow me on Instagram, by the way. What even is the podcast called on Instagram? I don't know. I think Decaf Diaries Podcast. I'll look it up. Um, but... I, we need to find a picture that we like of ourselves together, which we don't have a lot of. Because I always post a picture of like the episode being up and then a little funny picture afterwards. There's, there's that one picture that I took, that, that we took at an Asia, also an Asian restaurant. What's it called? Udon? Udon? Oh, yeah. In October of last year. Yeah. <laughs> that was an interesting night. Yeah. I mean, it was uh, good. It was good. But yeah, everyone, this is, I'm shamelessly plugging. Follow me on Instagram. I have literally no followers. It's at decaf diaries podcast so yeah also you guys should rate the podcast i know you can on apple podcast and also on spotify and like the main thing it has five stars so far from two reviews and a 4.5 review from two reviews on apple podcast which i'm really offended that someone gave me a four and not a five who gave you a four no no clue uh, i i'm not sure but i think no. i can make a guess we can make guesses, you know? We can make assumptions. Um, but anyways, yeah. That's been our night. What did we do? Did I see you yesterday? I did see you yesterday. <laughs> you saw me yesterday, we yeah. We did. We went to El Rastro, which is like the little vintage... Actually, I didn't really go to El Rastro because I woke up so late and mm-hmm. met up with you guys. I like, went. It was pretty fun. Yeah. You were there with your sister and your young... Yeah, your <laughs> sister and your sister mom. sister and my mom. Oh my God. <laughs> with um, my younger sister and my mom, yeah. Yeah. And then I met them there. I was super late. I was very embarrassed, but I literally just fell back to sleep because my sleep schedule is, like, shit, literally. But I think, I don't think it's completely shit. I just think they're crazy. Like, our sleep schedules are currently crazy in the opposite ways. Because you're going to bed really late and waking up really late, and I'm going to bed really early and waking up really early. Exactly. Which usually is what people prefer to do. No, I don't. But that's just the way my household is operating right now, so I don't really have much of a choice. Okay, that's fair. Or, like, be sleep-deprived all the time, which is... But still, I was embarrassed. And I was even more embarrassed because I ran out of my house and didn't really have time to eat anything because I was, like, trying to get there. And then I meet up with them. We saw a bag that Sara thought about buying and she didn't actually get. Um, And I tried to convince her, but she didn't go for it. And then we went to this little, like, coffee place. And are you going to read the text that I I sent you? (laughs) Go for it. It's kind of embarrassing. You have to to set the context a little bit. Okay. And so we go in and they're all ordering coffee and I can't have coffee. The explanation for this is coming in the next episode or in the next couple episodes. So sit tight. I'll talk about my heart thing and why I I can't have any coffee. Yeah. (laughs) Actually, I've never talked about why that's the name of the podcast but it's funny because we were we were outside and it was a coffee place and everybody was like oh but anto can't have anything and then we saw it right outside there was a little sign that said limoncello spritz and uh-huh. so we were like oh perfect it was your mom which i my thought mom, was really funny my mom your was, mom turns to me she's like get a limoncello spritz and you like, were like uh, but i think it's funny you were like right now it's only yeah. 11 but my mom had been awake for like six hours so exactly for her, so she's a, like of course normal. like of course yeah. like, like it's midday like what do you mean oh my god so we went inside and I ordered one and she tried it because she was trying to decide if she wanted one too. And I tried to peer pressure her into getting it. She's like, nah, not really feeling the vibe. I'm like, I, you know, honestly, I can see that. Uh, and then I got a text message. Oh we were God. sitting next to each other. This is embarrassing. And she goes, this drink is hitting. My brain is spinning. Yeah. <laughs> and then you sent me three running emojis. Really? <laughs> yeah. Three running emojis. And then you said, can you tell I'm tipsy though? And I never answered. But you couldn't. You couldn't tell. I always, for some reason, I get really drunk with your parents. 
You've never gotten drunk with their parents. No, but like really tipsy, I mean. When? when? At dinner with them, multiple times, drinking that, what's it called? How many? Jaubecerra ice. Oh, if if it's you live so in Spain good. or Europe, find yourself the nearest grocery store that sells Jaumecerra ice. I'm going to post Rose. it on the Instagram because it's everyone so deserves to know. It's so good and refreshing. It's so good. And it's like alcohol, but better. It's and they like, don't like wine, so it's like, yeah, I don't know. It's the solution. But yeah, I drink it a little too enthusiastically when I'm having dinner with your parents and your little sister. That's so funny. And then your dad, oh, what was it? Last time that I was having lunch at your house, he asked me something, and I was so tipsy I couldn't even process it. So I turned to you. Oh, I know what it was. I don't remember this. (laughs) We were talking about how I haven't been getting very far in, like, doing my puzzle, like, filling out my puzzle. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Because the whole edge of the puzzle is black. So it's really hard to find pieces when they're all the same color the whole way around. And Mm -hmm. so he's like, so how thick is it that (laughs) color? that was so funny. And I just turned to Sana and, and, like, with my hands, like, did how big the puzzle is supposed to be. And he's like, no, like thick like the border from yeah. from the like part that's super dark to well you where you start seeing the flowers and stuff like what's the hard part and you did it. the same hand motion again and then i had to be like no like you know i i'm so embarrassed i was like they definitely know this is terrible i want no I don't, I don't think they knew oh uh, my parents yeah. like you i hope so yeah i know of course. i really like them yeah, they really like we you. also jo- joked about your sister coming to live with me for a little bit which i'd honestly be so down for she should she, she should have too. a sleepover yeah, I think she would too. Yeah, I can show her the crazy life in Madrid. <laughs> I'm kidding. The crazy I'm life. kidding. I'm kidding. I literally don't have a crazy. I was gonna say I don't have a crazy life here. I'm gonna withdraw that statement and say during the school year I don't mm-hmm, have a crazy mm-hmm. life here because I feel You're like responsible that's like that. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I agree. That's so funny. Oh God. Yeah. Anyways, that is sort of a brief summary of how we spent our time together in the last two days. Did you end up playing Clue yesterday? I left early because I had to go meet up with other friends No, from we didn't play Clue. What did you... Risk. It was Risk. Yeah, but we didn't play Risk either. What did we do? Nothing. Nothing really. Huh. I watched Newsy the musical with my sister. Nice. Mm-hmm. Did you nice. see the... So yesterday the woman, like the Spanish Oh my woman, god, the kiss? Wait, what kiss? Oh, okay, wait. Literally, you go first. You go first, and then I'll tell you about the kiss. The person who scored the goal, her dad, dad died during the game, and they told her right after she scored the only and like. But we did that goal. yesterday too. We watched the end of the match. Yeah, we did. Yeah. But I found that out yesterday today, and I was like, "That's so yeah. sad." But what kiss? What kiss? Okay, are you so about? the Spanish president of the like the Spanish president of the football association in Spain. Um, was at the at the prize ceremony, I guess, at the end of the World Cup. And so he was, like, kind of, I guess, giving a kiss on the cheek to all of the players because that's just kind of the way you kind of greet each other here. Like, you mm-hmm. know what I mean, kind mm-hmm. of. Some people still think that was not professional because, like, hands, like, shaking hands would have probably been better. Mm-hmm. But the crazy part is there's this one player who he, like, did the same thing, the same greeting, and then uh, she backed away for a second, and they like had a conversation. And then the the president grabbed her face and kissed her on the mouth. What? <laughs> yeah. It's for like, what reason? We don't know. And it's all over Twitter. And in an interview, she said it made her really uncomfortable. And then this man was like, "No, it's just like it was just a peck. Like it means nothing. It was a heat of the moment, emotional thing." And then some people are like, "You have to quit. Like you can't do that. You know? Like you can't just like, yeah." If this was the U.S. and this happened there, they'd literally, like, they'd lose their shit. I mean, I think people here are losing their shit, too. It was in the radio. in a proportion. Okay, fair. Yeah, you're right. right. Proportionally. But it's crazy. I think, well, I don't know what's going to happen, actually. He might have to, like, he's either going to have to quit, maybe, or give, like, a very serious public apology. What? Sort of heat of the moment thing. You need to, like, you need to see it happen. Yeah. Like, I don't know, yeah, I'm sure it's... On, like, Twitter or on something? On Twitter. Sorry, X. Oh. Uh, it's still, I think it's technically still called Twitter. What the... What is that, too? Like, why Why is it X? Is it in honor of his kids that are all, like, XWT Infinity Star? I don't know. I really don't know. Football. Okay, I'm trying to find it, but I can't find it. 
Oh, 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 I just like saw it. I are just you saw seeing it. how he grips her head? Like, that's oh my so God. fucked up. Oh, poor Jennifer Hermoso. People go Google this. Tocándose sus... Okay, but then that's 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 another that's another scandal. Don't confuse the people one thing at a time. So there's another scandal at the same time. Can you explain what the other? I mean, I don't actually know fully what the other scandal is. I just saw it right now that I oh Googled, something like, with the Twitter queen. Okay, it cut out for a sec, but we're back. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we're just talking about the scandals. Yeah, I was gonna say scandals. that it's crazy that um. Okay, so the final for the women's World Cup was Spain versus England, right? Mm-hmm. But is it not crazy that? The Spanish queen was at the game, but the British monarchy didn't send a single representative. They did Like, not a single representative. That's so not weird. Not a prince, Why? not a, like, duke. No, I don't know. Do they not feel like it's important? I feel like that's really shitty on their part. It's really shitty. And then, like, I think Prince William published a video somewhere on Instagram, probably, being like, oh, we're sorry we can't be there, but we wish you all the best, or go lionesses, or whatever they're called. But it's crazy, because... I feel like if it were the men's world that's cup. That's exactly what I was yeah. gonna say. <sighs> I hate the world sometimes. Yeah. It's crazy. I don't know. It's crazy. I can't believe they didn't send, like, yeah, I don't know. Oh mm-hmm. Anyways. But yeah, anyway, that was the world cup. I feel like we haven't even introduced you. That's You've been true. Talking. That's true. So, who is Sada? I've mentioned Sada on the podcast before. Okay. She's my icon bestie in europe i feel like you should you start <laughs> give us a mini summary since you were born while i eat a marshmallow a mini summary i was born in quito ecuador and then when i was give like us a day in year please may 5th 2004 mm-hmm. um and then when i was six five i think i was still five either five or six i'm not entirely sure i moved to colombia where i met you but mm-hmm. like much later yeah um <laughs> So I lived in Bogota till I was in eighth grade, mm-hmm. midway through eighth grade. And we became friends in like seventh grade, I think. Like end of seventh grade. So we were really only friends in Bogota for like a little shy of a year, probably. Yeah, which but, is so sad. But we did become really good friends in Bogota. Yeah, we became like besties in a year. Yeah, which is crazy to think about. I know. But also but we were like, babies, like. I know, we were such kids. So that was years ago, too. That was so long seventh ago. Seventh grade was, it's going to be seven years ago. So you're my old friend. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Um, and then halfway through eighth grade, I moved to Dubai, the UAE, which is crazy. And then two years after that, I moved here. I moved to Spain and I finished high school here. And then last year after I graduated, I moved to Amsterdam for college. Mm-hmm. I feel like you should talk about Dubai. We didn't plan this, but like, yeah, we've talked about <clears throat> Dubai before and it's so interesting. Okay, so living in Dubai, I feel like clearly Dubai is the one that kind of sticks out from everywhere else I've lived just because every other place seems to have something in common with another one. So like Colombia and Ecuador are like, you know, same continent, still Mm -hmm. Latin America, they're culturally similar. Spain is different, very different from Latin America, but in like the end, they they share a language, it's it's a little more similar. but Dubai, like the UAE, is a whole other playing field. And I think I really, really appreciated my time there. It was really fun. It was a really good place to, to spend the years that I spent in. But when I look back on it right now, it feels so crazy. Because it's such an artificial place in like every, every sense of the word. It's artificial in the way that it's a literal desert and yet there's so many flowers that you know are being planted people every time they start going um well not bad but every time they start dying i guess someone is there to replant a flower which is crazy crazy. to think about um and then i think the uae and a lot of the the countries in in the middle east tend to have a negative connotation um sometimes yeah you know like i feel like especially from a u.s perspective um after 9-11 and a bunch of other mm. other things that have happened, they tend to have a negative connotation. So it was really good for me. Not that I personally think I had a negative connotation, but I think mm-hmm. because when I lived in Colombia, we like went to a, an American school and everything. Mm-hmm. I think that's a little bit ingrained in us, even if not personally, a little subconsciously. So I think living yeah. there and like seeing firsthand 
um, the people and being able to travel around the area was very important. But also at the same time, this last year, kind of while the World Cup, the Men's World Cup was happening in Qatar and people were very upset about the human rights abuses and exploits, that also made me reflect on my time in Dubai and how people are exploited there. But That's so insightful. Yeah. It's a complicated relationship. I did really love it, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, I feel like you've told me that you'd never go back to live there now. Probably not. I kind of wish I would have stayed there when I was living there for, like, an extra year. Like, two years is huh. not a lot. Okay. But right now, like, if somebody right now would be like, pick up your stuff and move to Dubai, I'd be like, like, why? No. Would you ever consider living there in the future by yourself? Probably not. Okay. Because I think a lot of the things I value now in a city and in a lifestyle, Dubai doesn't have. Like, it's not very walkable, and I like walkable cities. Mm -hmm. Um, It's diverse, but not really diverse like there's still a lot of restrictions in in what what people are allowed to go um in terms of like i don't know like not necessarily nationalities but also like i don't know backgrounds and social classes and things like that and so Mm -hmm. yeah do you need a visa like would i need a visa to go to visit no i mean yes but like that's one easy to get but to live there yeah for sure That's crazy. I remember you also told me that story about getting alcohol. Oh, it yeah. It was interesting. Yeah, yeah, because in Muslim culture, it tends to be prohibited to have alcohol. And so because it's a primarily Muslim country, in order to respect everyone there, you don't find alcohol in supermarkets like you would here or almost everywhere else in the world. But rather, you have to go to very specialized stores where you need to get a specialized alcohol license that says you're allowed to buy alcohol. How do you get the license? I think you have to apply for it and, like, maybe take a test and, like, they do, like... A, a test? I, I don't know if a test or, like, a background check on you or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you go to these specialized stores and then you can buy alcohol. But then not only is that alcohol really expensive, but when you go to a restaurant and you want to order, like, a beer or a glass of wine or something like that, that's also really expensive because restaurants have to, have to pay for a special alcohol license. Hmm. And so it has, like, an added tax... What's the drinking age? 18. Okay. Mm, that's interesting. I feel like yeah, it'd yeah. be higher since it's so restrictive. No, it's. I think it's still 18. But it's not very accessible to have alcohol. Okay. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Incredibly different from here. Yeah. I like hearing you talk about it makes me want to go to Dubai for like a day. No, like a week. I love... Like, okay, I think if you were to go somewhere around the area... I mean, Dubai is crazy, but at the end of the day, it's so developed that it loses a little bit of that, like, the culture aspect. Mm -hmm. So I would recommend Jordan. I love, love, love Jordan. I think Jordan is one of the coolest places I've ever been to. Huh. Petra is so amazing. Like, it's mind-blowing, and yeah. I also think that Jordan trip is probably what ignited my spark for photography, I think. No way, really? This is something we haven't mentioned. You oh, yeah. take pictures I a take lot. Photos. I don't know. I think... She's very good at it, too. Hire her. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I don't know. In Jordan, just, like, being able to take photos of everything and everyone and everything was so new and interesting and exciting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I took a, a photo in that trip that I really like of this teapot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I know which one you're talking about, actually. Yeah. It's in my bedroom here. Yeah. It's in my bedroom in Amsterdam, too really yeah and i think i mean objectively now i still think it's a good picture it's not like my best picture but i still think it's a good picture but i remember when i took it and i saw it and i was like oh my god like i can tell stories this way this is like the coolest thing ever and so i guess now it's kind of more a reminder of why i like taking photos i guess that's really sweet yeah that's so sweet these are all places that, like, I'd never think to travel to. But you I should. I don't know why. Yeah. You should, you should. And right now, everyone's going to Morocco. Yeah, like, that's it's true. Like, it's kind of, like, I have So many people from of. my school, like, would do weekend trips to Morocco and just post pictures that's in the so desert. Crazy. And I'd be like, that's such yeah. a random thing that's to so be doing random. on a, like, that's a Friday so afternoon after econ. But yeah, I would recommend Jordan. Jordan's so crazy. Okay. I know people in Jordan right now, actually. Yeah. Jordan trip. I want to go now. Mm-hmm anyways 
Photography. Let's talk about photography. I feel like I'm interviewing you, but it's, like, fun. Okay. Photography. So, you are doing the coolest thing ever in my head. Like, you're my coolest friend. Because you literally will go to concerts for free, Uh which I think you should be charging them, but that's a different conversation. You're getting into a bunch of concerts for free to take pictures of people and, like, artists Mm -hmm. and bands. And it's so sick. It is really cool. Like, it literally is a way to get you out of the house into events for free and you get to do what you like to do while you're listening to cool music which i love yeah like, yeah, it's, it's crazy i agree how, what was the first one you ever went to and were you terrified yes the first one i went to so i accidentally well not accidentally but i went to a backseat lovers concert no oh. but no but this is like independent and like oh. i went like as a as a like i bought a ticket okay and i accidentally Did you go alone or with more no people? i went with a friend but i accidentally bought I mean I accidentally brought my camera with me because I think we were like in the center of the city and I was supposed to go back home and change but then something happened and I didn't have time and so I just had my camera with me mm-hmm. and because I had my camera with me I was like hey like this venue is actually kind of small like I can probably take some photos here and I took a couple of photos and then when I saw them I was like these are pretty good pretty cool and so I started emailing people and I was like I figured out I can do this mm-hmm. um would you want me to take photos at your show and then I went to this concert, um, it's a band called Lawrence, and they're based in New York, and they make kind of a little bit jazzy, funky music, Okay. and it was so fun. Like, it was so fun, because the two vocalists have, like, such a powerful voice, but then you also have, like, a saxophone and a trumpet mm-hmm. and the drums and a piano, and that concert was That's crazy, sick, yeah. and the audience, oh, it was so cool. So, yeah. That's is that the band that. that used one of the pictures? Yeah, they used my picture on Instagram. That's so... And they tagged you. Yeah. So this is when I say people can pitch in and give us your thoughts. But I think Sada should be making people... Like, yeah, so if she gets in for free, whatever. She should get them to pay for her Uber ride because it's expensive. And if she doesn't do that, then she'll end up biking to concerts and back which home from concerts did, yeah. in the middle of the night, which she shouldn't be doing. Mm. It's fun, but like in the winter? Mm-hmm. No, thank mm-hmm. you. And then she should be charging them a fee if they use the images. I feel like that's a reasonable way to make some money from this. Yeah, and I agree. But I just think that a lot of the bands... Nowadays, most big artists have have an actual photographer that will travel with them. Like Harry Mm -hmm. Styles has a very famous... Mm -hmm. Harry Styles photographer is called Lloyd, I think. And Mm -hmm. he's like very famous. And so big artists have their own photographers. So then I shoot mostly small artists that tend to not have a really big budget for these things so i feel like once my portfolio is a little bit bigger then maybe i can start asking for a little more but as of now it's probably how many people have you like how many concerts have you shot uh like seven ish eight that's a bunch yeah i literally next time you go to a big concert i remember for sabrina carpenter you really wanted to go i really wanted to go i emailed literally everyone but no one got back to me that's so sad yeah I was going to pretend to be an assistant. That would have been very fun. It would have been so much fun. We should try for a different concert at yeah. some point. You know what concerts I'm dying to go to? They're all in the U.S., which pisses me off. The Pitbull concert, which this is a shout-out to Darcy, the Pitbull concert we went to after taking the SAT before senior year was literally so cool. one of the best days of my life. Um, best nights. The day wasn't that fun, taking the stupid test. But... Pitbull is going on tour again, and he is just in the U.S., and I really want to go, because it was I had such a good time last mm-hmm. year, that, that or sounds, two years ago. That sounds really fun. I know. And so that one, and Daniel Caesar. Oh, a Daniel Caesar concert oh, would be crazy. I'm literally dying. Like, but I feel... He's, he's, going, he's going to the U.K. also, and other like places, he, he but not to come to, He has to come to Europe eventually. But and when he comes to thing. Europe, he'll never come here. He'll not, oh. not come to Madrid, but he'll can come you to Amsterdam to so you can come see me and then we can go to a concert. Okay, but can you explain to me why all these musicians come to Europe and don't come to Spain? Yes. I why guess. are they allergic to Madrid No, they're not allergic. I think they're more likely to go to Barcelona than Madrid, and it's really simple, and it's because people here don't tend to listen to a lot of music in English. So unless yes, you're Harry do, Styles, Madrid no. is such an international city. It is, but not really. Like not in comparison to most other European cities. Like Madrid is not very international when you compare it to Amsterdam, and it's like five times its size. Mm. I know, I know. 
them. So like, so but I think the, Carpenter didn't come but here I think and it's it actually changing. broke my heart. I think it's changing a little. Like it's gonna I get better. But so. they always go to Amsterdam, and I'm in Amsterdam, so. Okay. Yeah. So I have to go. You see You can come more. to any concert. We'll go to all the. Is concerts. Daniel Caesar going to Amsterdam? I don't think so, but I can oh, check. Whoops. Um, that, I also really want to go to an Eliza McLam concert. I know you do. But she's such a small not, artist yeah, yeah, that yeah. she only tours every once in a while in the U.S. But, like, New York or Boston, I feel like I could make that work. Go stay with one of my friends in, yeah. in New England. Ugh. And she's amazing. If you have not listened to her music, look up Eliza McLam right now. Do yourself a, fl- a favor. Um, she has an album out that's Salt Circle. She's putting out another album soon and her latest song is called what is it mythologize me or something it's amazing but no daniel caesar in amsterdam mm, not yet that's so sad but it will happen i think it will happen that's so sad though Eliza. i'm also dying to go to a concert i love concerts i so i started off my concert vibe very well my first concert ever was the rolling stones which like feels iconic yeah like you can't beat that then I think I went to U2, and then I went to Pink Floyd, which, like, good what, lineup, like, what and lineup? then Pitbull, and that's all the concerts I've ever been to in my life. But you need to go to a concert here. I know. You know who's playing here? Who? For free, as a matter of fact. What? Who? Carlos Vives. Oh, really? I feel like if it's free, you should oh, just go. and Andres Cepeda, but he sold out. Andres Cepeda's a Colombian singer, but Loki, I feel like I could finesse my way since get some tickets somehow yeah you probably get go on ticket swap and yeah i don't know i mean he's colombian so i feel like colombian friends good sure but i highly doubt it mm. but the carlos vives concert is free but i don't know oh it's Where in october it? it's in october and it's in um either cibeles or, or alcala i'm not sure that's so big like whenever yeah. those things happen the street is so crowded at least it's safe here though but it is crazy crazy this is so random but i just looked up i was gonna look up the tickets and there's one of those like google questions that was asking how much it costs to hire andres Cepeda, and i just thought it's interesting between forty thousand and fifty thousand dollars so 200 millones de pesos colombianos per presentation that is which is insane that is so crazy he's also going to london paris and barcelona go him but yeah it's all sold out that sucks. Oh, there's seven. There's seven. There's should seven I just tickets. buy one? Yes, you should. Ah, we'll see. We'll see. That okay, it's going to be... <laughs> thank you. It's going to be loading while we continue to talk. Um, no way. It. I literally checked yesterday and it, it said, but I have to go alone. That's um, so awkward. And it's on a Monday. It actually, I don't mind going on a Monday at eight thirty. What, what? I won't date? have work. September eleventh. Mm, too late. I'm not here. That kind of sucks. I would have gone. I would have loved that. Where is Teatro Coliseum? I don't know. Okay, well it's there. So, uh, mejor precio. Let's see. There's one entrance left, Four. and it is one thousand one hundred and eighty-two <laughs> euros. Guess so. who's probably not going. <laughs> Shockingly, I do not think I'm gonna be seeing him here. That's so crazy. That's, that's Why insane. is it so expensive? It's the last one. That's so crazy. I mean, I oh, guess you know he's I'm very seeing? in demand. I'm seeing Hosier. <gasps> you did tell me. In November. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh. Can I go? Yes. In Amsterdam, I'm assuming. Yeah, but it's uh, the 25th, I think. I don't know if there's tickets left, but yes. I would just cry the whole time. I mean, I will concert, be crying the yeah. whole time. But it's going to be really good. I'm so, so excited. I'm going I'm going with a few friends. I think it's going to be really fun. <sighs> okay, let me, I'm going to very quickly look. If you get a ticket, you should for sure What does come. this mean? I do not speak it's in, Dutch. But it's it, in I, Dutch. It, it means um, um, search search the best okay. tickets for me. So the cheapest is 42 Yeah. Okay. Mine's, I paid 50 I think. Dutch is such a strange language. Yeah, it's so different from everything we're used to. There are tickets? Oh, I guess they do have them. No way. For 50 euros? Okay, but then I, I say you buy the plane ticket first and then decide. Yeah, but I'm going to screenshot this. Okay, that would be do. so fun. That would be so fun. <gasps> we would have a really good time. Like we would have such a good time. I am going to visit you anyways in November. Yeah. This is just... Like three weeks after. Yeah. I mean, you could I move could it go there instead, then. yeah. 
We'll see. We'll, That'd be so fun. We'll keep planning this. That oh, would be so fun. Yeah. Oh my god. I love concerts. I, yeah, I don't know. It's just so fun to go listen to live music at any point, anywhere. Yeah. I wish I'd gone to the Coldplay concert. In Barcelona. Yeah. It's so hard to find tickets. And, like, I feel like it was definitely, like, a weird vibe. Barcelona's so sort of unsafe recently. It's what um, everyone keeps telling me, that it's just too crazy and too touristy and too small to have the amount of tourists it has. I, yeah, I think it's really touristy, and because of that, there's a lot of, like, pickpocketing cases. Mm-hmm. But you never... Well, I, I might be wrong, but I don't think you see or you hear about armed robbery. So like, Well, yeah, it's definitely <laughs> not like Bogota. Like, worst like. case scenario, you'll lose your wallet. But, mm-hmm. you know, like, nothing's gonna happen. I feel I like. know, I think Madrid has just spoiled me. Yeah, Madrid's a really safe city. Mm-hmm. Insane. Like, you're probably gonna walk home after this because I know you, and it's 11.30pm. I could take the metro. I might take the metro. You should. Yeah, I definitely should. Mm-hmm. I... <laughs> One time, um... Oh, God, I know what you're going to tell. No, you don't. Do you? Mm-hmm. I have to... This this story could go two ways. I don't know which one to tell. When you're clubbing with friends and then there are no taxis. Oh, I have a worse you're one you're lost. Oh, Okay, no, but I, I think that, one's, that one might be worse. They're, like, equally as bad. One oh, time... the other one, yeah. I was... Okay, I'll tell the other one. One time I went to a party. It was, like, an 18th birthday party in a really fancy place. Really far away from my house. Um... And afterwards, because it had been, like, such a big, fancy 18th birthday, and they, like, the place closed at, I think, 2 or something, um, we didn't do anything after. It was just, like, go home and go to sleep. And I remember my one... I have a friend who lived really, really close to my house, so most of the time we would go back together, whether that be, like, through an Uber or the metro was still open, or if we walked or we took a night bus, we would do it together, so it was less scary, I Mm -hmm. guess. Then this one time she had to, she was catching a flight the day after or something, so she left before I did, something happened. And so I was by myself, um, and I remember I kept waiting outside, and it was like 2 a.m., and I was far away from my house, so I was like, I'm not, kind of by, um... Do you remember the name of the place? Yeah, it's like, kind of close to Cuatro, like the the Cuatro Estaciones Hotel, like the Four Seasons. Okay. Why did I call it Cuatro Estaciones? <laughs> it's also called Four Seasons in yeah, Spanish. Yeah, that's weird. Wait, <laughs> um, so near Sol? Yeah. That's not... I guess it is... I mean... It's far for... Yeah, yeah, and also I was wearing, like, a long fancy dress and, like, high heels mm-hmm. and, like... Yeah. And um, I could not get an Uber for the life of me. And, like, all of my friends had left already and I had to walk home at 4 a.m. I remember gripping my phone and my keys and being like, someone attacks me, I will punch them back. But it was fine. And I knew that it was going to be fine. My parents don't know this. They would murder me. Like, they would die if they knew this. They would be so scared. How do they think you got home? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think... Because I think I made it to... You can take a night bus that takes you almost to my house at mm-hmm. Cibeles. Mm-hmm. But I remember I kept waiting and the bus wasn't showing up. So then I was like, That's I'm going to have to walk. Like, I don't know what else to do. The and night so buses suck here, honestly. The well, times that I've gone yeah. on them... like. It says they're coming in five minutes, and five minutes suddenly becomes 50, and, and that's you've been sitting there at 2 a.m. That one time that I got stranded at a club, and oh, I yeah. couldn't get a taxi either, or an Uber, or a Bolt, and I was with a friend, so it was fine. And we had to walk from this club to, like, the Corte Inglés de Castellana, which is kind of far, and it's yeah. there's, like, nothing happening there. Because at least the other time, you could still see kind of people, it was kind of alive still a little bit, but in this other place, there was, like, not a soul. Just dark and, and so then we made it to the to the to the bus station and the bus took like 25 minutes to come it was awful it's yeah it's annoying but all in all this is a very safe city yeah was dubai safe definitely dubai was really safe but also i was safer than madrid i think so i don't think we locked my house when i lived in dubai what i mean like we did if we were leaving for a prolonged period of time but if we were just like if you were going to the grocery store all of you yeah no huh and no one would go in and steal anything no that's it's crazy. crazy. But also, yeah. But in terms of, like, walking and stuff, you don't really walk anywhere, so... Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's one of the safest cities in the world. Do you drive everywhere? In Dubai? Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I just never thought of that. You know what's also really cool? Well, it's... I don't know. Um, in Dubai, it gets so, so, so hot that many cars in, like, their key... They have the, the open door button, the closed door button, the like open the back button, but some cars also have a turn on the AC button, so the car is That's not crazy. Like, boiling when you That's make really it. smart, though. Yeah, because in summer it gets to like 50, 50 degrees. Which, Celsius. Like, yeah, Celsius. 
Which is probably like 120 Fahrenheit. And or here worse. we've been living at like from 35 to 40 this last like three weeks. And, and it's been, been dying. Hell. Like it's yeah. been so hot. I literally, my stupid ice cream place says that they have AC. I do not feel it. It is, it does not exist. Yeah. It, I melt. Like it's disgusting. I feel like I'm actually in hell. It's so hot. It's so, so, so Yeah, so no, hot. it's too much. It's too much. And we've had like three heat waves. It's been crazy. I know, but it's supposed to go down next weekend. I'm excited for that. I can't believe it's Monday already. I start school in a week. Yes, that is terrifying. Like, it's sort of exciting. Yeah. But it's, I'm, the only thing I'm really not excited for is having morning classes. Because although it'll be nice to have the rest of the day free, it's going to be so annoying. Having 8 a.m. class on a Friday, have it be double session of criminal law in Spain? Is the most... I think that in Spain is the crucial... That should be illegal. I have to wake up at the latest 6 a.m. to make it. I started school at 9 when I was living here. 9. (sighs) Remember in Bogotá, we would start school at 7. Holy shit, you're right. At 7 a.m. I'd wake up at 5.30. Yeah, I would wake up at 5.30 too. That's the most Bogotá thing, like, ever, I think. It's so crazy. It would be so cold too, and we'd all be wearing little skirts and, like, the long socks over our knees. Yeah, to our knees. Oh god, that was a whole different... Bogota. We're gonna have to unpack Bogota at some point. I was about to say, what are your thoughts on our old school? Um, The only old school that we went to together. Collectively. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's a lot to unpack. Like, there were some really good things. There were some really not-so-good things. Mm-hmm. We also left in, under very different circumstances. Because you left willingly and I didn't. Like, my That's family true. moved. You chose to move. I Yeah. But looking back, I'm like... I'm, I'm glad like yeah me too I don't regret leaving it we were talking about this today I yeah. don't regret leaving at all like I'm so glad that I knew what I needed to do when I needed to do it and that my parents let me yeah we'd be such different people like imagine if we had graduated from that school and this is not to throw shade I think no, we'd no. just yeah. we'd be so different yeah would we still be friends do you think I think so me too but I think like our friendship would be different like even back home it was different. I don't know if that's home, but like back we'll, in we'll Bogota. Yeah, that's we'll next. <laughs> back in Bogota, like our relationship was different. Why? I just don't know. Like, I mean, it was, but we were also was, seven years younger. We were children, we're not children anymore. I know. Maybe that's why, but it just felt like sort of like superficial to some extent. Like, I feel like I genuinely know you better now. And before, I mean, yes. we just like hung out. But also. Before we were like twelve, we had limited complexes, like complex ideas, and now we have a lot of complex ideas <laughs> and true. feelings and emotions. And we like do more things. I also, honestly, I think we should pat ourselves on the back. We've been friends for seven years, didn't see each other for like three or four years, and now we're really close friends. Yeah, close. We, yeah, like I feel like that's sort of iconic. Yeah, yeah. It's also every time we don't talk for like prolonged periods of time. And then we, we catch up. It's so normal. Yeah. yeah it's... And somehow we're able to explain the entirety of all the months that we have been absent in like three sentences and like yeah. feel very caught up. Yeah, I think we get each other really well. So it yeah. makes it really easy. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I do think we're very different people though. I agree. Which is interesting because I think usually I've like, we were talking about whether or not we would like our friends who we don't know Mm -hmm. like her friends from school or her friends from madrid that i didn't know and my friends from boarding school and my friends from school here and we sort of came to the conclusion that there's one friend that i probably wouldn't get along with of hers i mean i do think you would get along i just don't think you would be like really good friends yeah we wouldn't be besties probably but because we're different but i think you and i are different people but we're the same in the things that kind of really matter I agree, actually. Which That's I think is why, it, is why it works. I think we express ourselves differently, like, personality-wise, but, like, deep down, like, <laughs> yeah. when you boil it... When you boil it down to the essence, yes, we're yeah, similar. We're similar. Yeah. We also have, like, similar experiences. Yeah. You know, like, we both lived abroad. We were both at our old school. We, like, you know, we've had, like, similar sort of experiences to some extent. Yeah. Where do you think your home is? I'm just going to jump straight into This is what we were meant to talk about, and now it's been like 45 minutes, and we were just going on and on, but I'm having so much fun. Home? I don't That's such a loaded question. This is like, 
I don't know. This is like what a college essay is for people like me who have lived a little bit, um, a little bit all over the place. But I don't know. Like to an extent, Quito and Ecuador is always gonna be my home, just because I guess that's what I feel the most connected to culturally. Really? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Okay. Um. So you feel like you're from Ecuador. Like, yeah, when people ask me where I'm from and I say that I'm from Quito and I'm from Ecuador, it's like, like, I feel satisfied with that answer. How long did you live? You were there for, like, five or no, six years? No, not, not that long, yeah. How long did you live in Bogota? Also, like, five or six years. Oh, okay. I thought it was, like, significantly more in, in Bogota. Colombia, yeah. I know. Actually, are you right? I think it was, like, seven or eight in Bogota. Seven, I think it was seven. Yeah. But, um, I don't know. I think it also helped... When we were living in Colombia, we did go back to Ecuador pretty often um, because, it, I, you know, like it was close, so it was easier. Yeah. And, I don't know, my summers in Quito, I guess, kind of characterized the way that I grew up in a lot of ways. Um, hmm. Yeah, and also, while I was living in Colombia, I never felt... Like, I was always the kid that wasn't from Colombia. Especially in a school where mostly everyone was Colombian. Every, I was literally, definitely... Everyone literally was everyone. Colombian. I was, except for, like, the one group of American girls, remember? Yeah. <laughs> so sad. But I was, like, the, the one, kids. I was the one, like, not Colombian. Colombian, so That yeah. made me stick out a little, I think. And so that made me kind of grip onto my Ecuadorian identity a little more. And I didn't feel Colombian at all, even though, you know this, right? My mom is half Colombian, so I am technically. I found out very recently about this, which is kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah, we have a friend who calls it, um, a friend in common who calls it my, like, secret identity. Because, mm-hmm. like, everybody forgets. Like, I, yeah. not anymore, but while I was living there, I also kind of forgot. Yeah, in my head, you're completely from Ecuador. And I didn't identify, like, people who know me now, who met me in the last, like, two or three years, I think they know that because I, over the years, like, after I moved away from Colombia, I kind of made it a point to be, like, I identify with both cultures mm-hmm. um, and in the end because of my mom a lot of the things in my house are Colombian and then also a lot of the things are from Ecuador because my mm-hmm. mom grew up in Ecuador regardless but I don't know so that makes it complicated but now now there's an even more complex layer added to it because now that I live far away from my parents it's mm. like what is home Quito is technically home but Madrid is now like really home too mm-hmm. and I don't know like I spent really important years here, I think. Mm-hmm. And so that makes me feel like this city is also my home in a way. But its I don't think it's ever going to feel home like the way Quito is home. I just, I don't know. Like, it's just really complicated. Because here, I'm also always going to be not Spanish. Yeah. And I think it's different. Sure. I think it's, I, I don't know if you've experienced it really. But I think here it's different being a foreigner and then like being from latin america and spain like it adds a little bit more of a complexity where you're like similar but you're like not the same but you want to like yeah i don't know i honestly felt more like an outsider here right when i arrived than in the u.s Mm -hmm. and i talked to my parents about this a lot like it it was definitely the most shocking thing that happened to me Mm -hmm. right when i moved to spain because in the u.s i never had an accent like when I spoke yeah, English, exactly. so no one could actually pinpoint where I was from, and people could guess that I was not American, but like, but like no one cared. Yeah, and it's it was just different, and there's so many immigrants. But here, anytime I speak Spanish, which is every single day, multiple times a day, you get clocked immediately. Yeah, and people know I'm Colombian, and everyone knows I'm not from here. So it's like, it's also not like it's viewed as a bad thing, but I don't think it's viewed as a good thing. Yeah, either. it's just a th- yeah. It just is an yeah, uncomfortable kind of fact that yeah. it's like it's just sort of an elephant in the room. So it's weird sometimes. But it's funny to hear you talk about home because I think we, in the end, have like the same issue of like figuring out what home is, but What's for yours? different reasons. Oh, because yeah, yeah, okay. Because I think I know what you're going to say. You have a bunch of places that you feel like would be home, and I like don't really have any that I'm very convinced feel like home. Like, okay. Obviously, I was born in Colombia. My whole family is Colombian. Yeah. And I lived there until I was 15. Yeah. But, like, when I moved to Deerfield into the U.S., I literally would go back for the summers to spend them in Bogota, and I would feel like I, like I would be homesick. Yeah, for Deerfield. Yeah, which was the strangest experience because it didn't really happen to any of my friends. Like, none of them were sitting at Deerfield being like, 
oh, like, this is my home, you know? Yeah. And so it was such a weird, I don't know, I think it confused me, like, thoroughly. And I like Colombia, but I do think I left sort of not the, I, yeah. not on the best note, you know? Yeah, yeah, I get like, that. my relationship to f- some of my friends was complicated, and I just, like, didn't, I wasn't good at keeping up with them once I left, so mm-hmm. I, like, I don't know. It just, I wonder if Deerfield feels sort of like home because the people feel like home, you know? Like, most of my friends and close people who I speak to regularly are in the U.S. Mm-hmm. That's its own whole issue Think about me being yeah. like, oh, the U.S., the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. But yeah. And now I'm in Madrid, and I've been making such an effort to make this feel like my home. Mm-hmm. Because I live here and I'm probably gonna be here for a while and mm-hmm. like I like the idea of staying in Europe and I don't like the idea of going back to Colombia and like I'm about to be Spanish and have like a nationality so mm-hmm. it most likely I would end up living here in the future mm-hmm. honestly right now so but like that's been hard too and the only time I really felt that was when I was with my dad um in Valencia at the beach and we came back and I remember we were in the taxi like driving us back from the train station and I felt home like I felt the relief you feel when you get home that is so sweet I know I got so happy to be like oh my god like maybe this is growing on me and it's Mm -hmm. becoming homey Mm -hmm. to me and the more that I see people here and that I have people from elsewhere come to visit me it like makes me feel more like this is my place and this is home so it's nice. Yeah, I like that. I like that for you. That's so yeah. sweet. But I also get the thing of like nowhere being home. Because yes, I say that Quito's home, but every time I go to Quito, I'm also the girl that's lived everywhere but. Yeah. And it's like you don't really understand. Like There's a lot of things that are like quintessentially Quito that like my cousins know and understand because of like the culture of the school and stuff that I obviously exactly. can't relate to. Exactly. So it's weird. So yeah, it's always going to be like a really complex thing. But it's also like... Did it happen to you when we were in Bogota? I felt so Americanized. Like, I felt like I was Colombian, obviously, but I was, like, a very Americanized version of a Colombian. Like, all my summers were spent in the U.S. I spoke English with with a bunch of my friends. I read books in English. I, like, knew, like, just general culture that was American. especially the books and movies thing like i yeah. would refuse like i hated reading in spanish and i loved reading in english yeah, same. and that's taken me kind of a while to unpack i am still work like i still struggle reading <laughs> in spanish because i'm just so much better in english like because of school and everything you know i mean yeah i made it one of my goals this year to read a book a month in spanish which i've been keeping up with really good I... as of now <laughs> it's august I want to do that, too. I want to read La Casa de los Espíritus. Yes, I have it. I'll I'll lend it to you. Okay, thank you. But no, because I love going book shopping. Okay, then we can go buy it. We can go buy it before it leaves. Sounds good. Um, It's such a good book. I just read Isabel Allende's most recent book. Um, Which one? El Viento Conoce Mi Nombre. Oh, did you like it? Yeah, my grandma gave it to me. It was really good. I want to read more of her books. I feel like she's... Good. I'm just worried. So there's this one author that I read in an English class, sophomore year at Deerfield, or maybe it was junior year. Joan Didion, and it was like a yeah. short story, and I literally became obsessed. She with has this so woman. many books. Have you not read more? Wait, wait. Okay. <laughs> so I read it, and I was like, I was convinced. This is this sounds so pretentious, but I was like, if I grew up and became a writer, I feel like this is how I would write. Okay. Like I had one of those like crazy moments where I'm like, I feel too connected to this piece of art that like I don't I can't explain it, but I feel so drawn to it. So then I tried to read one of her books. And you didn't like it. I hated <laughs> it. Like it was worse. That is like so funny. to put it into context, it was worse than reading a forty two page long case that I had to read for law school like I could not get past the first 25 pages until I left it I couldn't do it and so I got really sad and my ex-boyfriend's mom actually bought me a book a while ago like I think it was a graduation gift and it was another Joan Didion book because she'd heard me talk about about how yeah so it was slouching towards Bethlehem or something and I started it, and it was better, and it is still sitting with my books, like, not even halfway through, and I try to keep going back, and I'm like, this lady is my muse, like, I have to like her. No. I... And it's so sad. Yeah, I haven't read any John, John Dean books. 
We should maybe try to do a little book club little for book that. Club. No, for Spanish books. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I haven't read La Casa de los Espíritus. We, sh- we can read okay. that one. Okay, okay. We should read it together. Okay. It's like her iconic one, right? Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. I think we should do that. That can be my September book in Sounds Spanish. Good. Yeah. We actually haven't Spanglished, like, at all, or barely, this episode, which is... It's crazy. We usually, like, we a normal so conversation... so embarrassing. Yeah. yeah, I feel embarrassed. We, I, we need to get better. It's less embarrassing here than it was in Colombia, though. 100%. Like I remember being in in a Starbucks and speaking in, in Spanish. Yeah. Yeah, that's. So I bad. get the dirtiest looks. I mean, it yeah. Was like, and, like I wanted the earth to swallow me. Yeah. Oh God. You're probably the person I. Sp- I think we talked about this, but I think you're probably the person yeah. I speak the Spanish with the most of all I the know. people I know. It's just so. That's really weird to me, though, because. At Deerfield, I'd only speak English, and then I'd go home and only speak Spanish. So it became hard for me to switch back and forth. Like, I'd get into a mindset that was one language or the other, and I couldn't switch. So now the fact that I'm... I don't even flip-flop. I just do both simultaneously. Yeah. I have a really good question, though. Yeah. Do you journal in English or Spanish? (gasps) That's, like, the same as someone asking me if I dream in English or Spanish. Okay, yeah, but you literally journal, so is it in English or Spanish? I'm so embarrassed. Oh my god, it's in English. It's in English. Okay, I journal in Spanish. Well, actually... You journal in Spanish? I kind of journal in Spanish. It kind of depends on what the topic is, because I think I'm better at articulating my feelings about certain things in Spanish and then some other things in English. But I think for a lot of them, I've, like, learned to be really good at both. I'm just so boring in Spanish. Like, I hate my Spanish. This is embarrassing for me to admit. (laughs) I hate my Spanish personality. This is why the thought of me working here in law for the rest of my life saddens me because I'd have to work in Spanish and I'm so boring. No, you're not. What do you mean? Why? Like, my personality. I'm good at making jokes in English. Like, all my funny... I don't know. Like, I've never had really thorough fulfilling relationships and only spanish it's always been either spanglish or (laughs) Or full english English. yeah like the only people i speak to in just spanish are like my colombian family part of it my parents i try to but i end up speaking spanglish with them like 90 percent of the time and the people at my job this summer and like I don't... It just feels like a toned-down version of me. It's sort of that sad. That is so interesting that you say that. I know. I, I need to work on it, though. Yeah, I agree. I also just feel like this is also... I'm fluent in Spanish, obviously, but, like, <laughs> part of me was scared to think about going to college in Spanish because I didn't know if I'd be able to... I don't... Like, I'd be able to do it, obviously, but I thought I'd be a way worse student. I mean, it's probably harder to get used to reading really complex things and writing really complex things in Spanish when you've been doing it in English for such a long time. But, like, how many big words do I know in Spanish? A lot. I just think it would have been... (laughs) It would have been a a little adjustment at first, but then you would have just gotten the hang of it and it would have been fine. That's true. But I'm just glad I'm not doing it. I mean, yeah, fair. I think I'm gonna... If I end up doing my master's degree here, though, it has to be in Spanish. Okay, but you're gonna... Like, it's gonna be fine. Uh, I know it's gonna be uh, fine. The people are going to think you literally can't speak. I No, I totally can. I just... We're going to have to have a I Spanish feel... episode with toned down you and normal me. <laughs> literally. I just... The thing is, I'm very proud of how good my English is. Like, you know, I think my writing skills in English are... Really good. Very good. Yeah. yeah. Okay, like, fair. I don't think that's an embarrassing thing. Like, no, I, I think, think they're so very either. good. And especially, like, it's not my first language, but I get offended when people are like, oh, like, it's so good to be your second language. Because it's like, yes, it's my second language, but I learned it before I could think, basically. So it kind of feels like it is, and I'm better in it than at. Like, I think I think in English. Just because, this is so embarrassing for me, but, and I dream in English too, I've admitted it. I used to say I I dreamt in Spanglish, in English, fully. Because I just know so much more, and I've spent the last couple years of my life yeah. in English, so it's so hard valid. for me to it's just so switch valid. out of it at night. Yeah, it's like how my my Spanglish in Bogota was pretty bad, and then I moved to Dubai, and it basically got fixed because I couldn't speak Spanglish. I had to speak like full on English, yeah. and then like Spanish at home, and then I moved here, and it got kind of like not great again. Yeah. Um. But now in Amsterdam, it's good unless you're with I'm, me and then i fuck it up yeah <laughs> Sorry. I'm, I'm really good at, at separating no I, I still think i'm pretty good at separating except when i'm with you yeah but you right. haven't you haven't like harmed my separation of english and spanish in other areas of my life 
Although the other day I was sending a voice message to a friend that doesn't speak Spanish and a pero like slipped out. Like I said, pero, to me too. which is but. Um, yes. <laughs> no, but like... <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm like, <laughs> the story just... <laughs> it's but the... What type of word is that? What, like syn- syntactically. Like, uh, but I went to the park. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just, to, you know, to clarify. Yeah. But with one T and not two. <laughs> not <Yeah>. two, yeah. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. <laughs> That'd be a randomer way to insert that into the conversation. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't know. Spanglish. We've had quite the interesting last couple of years, I think. We have. It's been fun, though. Mm-hmm. And it's about to get funner. I honestly, this is my first time telling you, but I've convinced myself that 20 is going to be the best year of my life. Yeah, I, I can don't see know that why. Happening. Yeah, but like my year of being 20 years old is going to be the best. And I would say that it would be me being 21, but I don't want to because I would be falling into the whole American thing of like when you're 21. No, like, I think 20 is going to be your year. Yeah, I agree. 2024 is going to be so good. That's a weird number, though. Yeah. 2025 isn't any better. No. I'd have to wait all the way until, like, 2028. Like that one my, feels in right. My, in my family chat, my, like, extended family chat, my aunt sent a photo of her children who are babies. Mm-hmm. And they they had, like, signs that were like, oh, it's my first day of school. Oh, and right, at the bottom it said, class of 2038. That's insane. And that sent me to a Spiral. crazy, yeah, time passes by and... We have We're gonna die time here. tomorrow, basically. Yeah, you watch Tick Tick Boom, right? No, no. Oh my god, we I'm have to watch, watch Tick Tick Boom. Okay. Wait, together. I was gonna say I can watch it tonight. We can. We, we can watch it together. We can, you can watch it tonight. What would you prefer? Whatever you prefer. Do you like commentating it? Mm, no. Well, I don't know. Like, would you like to watch but it also, with me as a rewatch, or would you like to? Like, do you want to see my raw first-time reaction watching Tick, 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 Tick. I, I, I don't want to put that pressure on you. <laughs> but also, I'll just cry, probably. Like, the thing Every is, movie makes me what, cry. What's also really interesting to me is, I think I love Tick, Tick, Boom, and not a lot of people love Tick, Tick, Boom. But because I think yeah, I'm a very particular of type of person who yeah. loves Tick, Tick, Boom. But yeah, I just the, the time thing reminded me. You have to watch Tick, Tick, Boom. Too. Maybe I'll watch it tonight, and then we can watch it again before you leave. Okay. Good. That sounds like a plan. She's going to France for a couple of days and leaving me. I'm very upset about it. Then I come back for a couple of days and then I'm leaving you for real. Mm, that's so sad. We've had so much fun this summer. I know. You should stay. I keep asking her to stay and live here. And her parents did too. <laughs> yeah. 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 Bummer. I know. <laughs> Bummer. Anyways. It could be worse. I could be not in Europe. I know, that would be horrendous. That'd be Although really that's bad. what we did for like a bunch of years. Yeah, that's We were in different continents. Crazy. That's so crazy. Have I lived in more continents than you have? No. Yeah. No. Oh, no. We've lived in the same number of continents. Yeah. I was thinking that you'd always just lived in South America and Europe. Nope. You lived in Asia. Yep. You lived in North America. I did. You've lived in more cities than me for sure. Yeah. That's wild. Yeah. We probably should start ending this episode because it's, it's by now it's long. Like almost an hour. It's gonna be an like hour and a little bit. But it's okay. It's totally worth it for everyone I think to so too. listen to the whole thing. Um, do you have any final words? It's eleven fifty four. So how will you be getting home? The people want to know. What is your preferred mode of transportation at this time of the night? Eleven fifty four. I think I might metro. take the metro. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. And you're going to text me when you get home. Of course. Amazing. We're having frozen yogurt tomorrow. We are. We are. She's going to get some card Thing, for yeah. health insurance in Europe because she's Italian, apparently. Apparently. She's Colombian and Italian, even though I thought she was just Ecuadorian. It's secrets, yeah. Crazy. Wild. But so you're going to get the card, then we're going to get the Greek frozen yogurt, which I saw on TikTok has the longest lines. Like... Let's wrap around the That's corner. why we're going in the morning. Uh, and fair. also, it better be really, really good because I'm not allowed to have dairy, as we know. I'm, oh, shit. Yeah. But it's fine. Like, I, I'll have, I probably, I'll, like, I'll get the smallest size and maybe not finish it. Okay. You'll just eat the top with toppings. Yeah. yeah the same but I want to try it. 
I did really like frozen yogurt before I developed the intolerance to milk. So you're doing that, and then you have a doctor's appointment in the evening. And I'm getting picked up by my mother, and I'm being kidnapped, sort of willingly. Yeah. Partly willingly, to go to a country house until, like, Saturday. But I think I'm coming back Saturday night. I'm gone Saturday. <gasps> no! I was going to say we can spend Sunday together before no. I go. You leave Saturday? I leave Saturday. Damn, at what time? Midday, I think. Oh, no. But it's fine. I'll see you after I come back. You come back on the... 31st. It's 31st. Okay. And you're here until the 5th. 5th. So we have five days. Mm-hmm. We're going to go partying every single day. Every single day. Perfect. Even though we haven't gone out a single night since you came no, back we have for not. the summer. We should once. So We've we never gone clubbing together. I've been out, like I've gone out, out one time this entire summer. I haven't but a single time. We've had this conversation how I kind we've of got over. We've gone out for drinks though, which yeah, is yeah, so yeah. much more fun. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've gotten over going out clubbing. Yeah. I. For now at least. I have nothing to get over because I never <laughs> went to begin with, but. Uh, it's okay. This, maybe I'll go clubbing more this year. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Work hard play hard or we'll whatever. see what's in the cards yeah we'll give you an update soon mm-hmm. this this should be our little tradition every time we're together we'll record a podcast episode because sarah is my well we determined my target audience because she listens to every single are you gonna listen to this episode no that's too intense for me i can't listen you to should I, can't. I have to listen to all the ones you I can record. listen you can listen to me talk you should. No. You should try to. No, I can't. But in my head, I always think, like, if I can't listen to it, then that's because it's boring and no one else no, is No, it's not because it's boring. It. It's because it's me talking for such a long time. You should try. Does your sister listen to my podcast? Uh, I don't know. We should find out. I think so, maybe. Okay. She should follow my Instagram then. I'll As let, you all should, too. I'll let her know that she should. Okay. Shout Amazing. out. If you're listening. Okay. Well, with that. We probably should go. But thank you so much for being my very first guest. Thank you for having me. On my me. podcast. Of course. It was fun. It was very fun. Um, and yeah, thank you guys for listening. And I will see you next time. Bye. Bye.